Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Maybe in Syria, but of course it is David Dusso talking with a French accent. I don't know why I just decided to do it. Welcome to Cooking Something Good. Another great day in store for you. Cooking Something Good, the show that brings you foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more every weekday, Monday through Friday on your radio Dial, we're excited to be here for the end of the week. All week long, it's been about diners and donuts. Today, Dan Beck from Moody's Diner in Waldenboro, Maine. And we also have a special guest. We have Remy Couture, a uh, very famous pastry chef from Montreal, known for a lot of stuff, but he caught my attention because he makes foie gras donuts. And in Quebec City, they call me Le Roi de Foie Gras, the King of Foie Gras. It's something that I want to know about. I want to know how he makes it, why he makes it, and who other than me will eat this creation. Cooking something good. Today, we've got it all. Don't worry. It's going to be fun. We've got the Sharila deal of the day, the foodie know-it-all, the Dear Dave question of the day, lots of chances to win some gift certificates and great deals at cookingsomethinggood.com. Come on, let's get rolling. We're cooking something good. It seems like a stealer. It's a great deal of the Sharila deal of the day. I just wrote a little jingle for the Sharila deal of the day. Will we use that every day? Who knows? Who knows what we're going to do? But it is that time. It's time for the Sharila deal of the day. It's a chance to buy a great product at cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com at a really great price. We've only got two of today's Sharila deal of the day. It is a 50-piece Rubbermaid Tagalong storage set. 50-piece set. These go for about $40. We have it today for $10, two of them. There's a $1 handling fee, no delivery fee. So they usually cost $40. They cost $10 plus the $1 delivery fee. So let's be honest, it's $11, okay? Just the way it is. It's $11. It's like people who buy lottery tickets. They buy a $20 lottery ticket. They win $20 and they say, I won 20 bucks. No, you broke even. Or somebody buys five $10 tickets for 50 bucks, they win $20, and they, I won 20 bucks. No, you lost 30. This is a $10 deal, but there's a $1 handling fee. It's an $11 item. It usually is valued at $40. It's a 50-piece Rubbermaid take-along storage set. 
It's Tupperware. It's great. If you uh, want to save some money, there's nothing wrong with leftovers. And this is a great chance to save money on both the set and on your food. Go to Cooking Something Good today. Today, Sharila, deal of the day. The 50-piece food store set from Rubbermaid with free delivery at cookingsomethinggood.com. Here we are back, and it's time, that time, it is that time of day when we do the Dear Dave question of the day. If you have a Dear Dave question, if you want to ask me or anyone on our team, Jack or Janice, any one of us a question, just send it to me at dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Write Dear Dave in the subject line. If we read your question on the air, you're going to win a $20 gift certificate to a great local establishment. Today's Dear Dave comes from Jennifer Y. in Brookline, New Hampshire. And she asked, Dear Dave, my twin sons and my sister's daughter all graduated from the same high school last week. And we are talking about having a joint graduation pool party at my house later in June. We are both at the stage of our lives and careers where we could afford to cater the party, but my sister thinks it would be fun to do the cooking ourselves. We have invited over 120 people and already have received 80 RSVPs, positive RSVPs. Is there a way to cater a part of the party and do the rest ourselves? Truth be told, I would rather just cater the whole thing. We have no experience with a party anywhere near this size. Jennifer Y. Brookline, New Hampshire. Jennifer Y. Why? Because we're going to tell you why. It is not a great idea to cater a party that size that you have never done before. That's coming from me, okay? I love to cook. I like to cook for big crowds. I wouldn't cater something like that by myself. You've got to get a catering company. That's a big job, and you are going to find yourselves stretched and having no fun and exhausted when you should be enjoying what should be a joyous time in your life. I'd get on the phone and call 603-882-1921, McNulty and Foley Express and Caterers, and they are highly recommended by several people I talk to. They've got good reviews, McNulty and Foley Express and Caterers. They're not a sponsor. I've never worked with them, but I've talked to a couple of people who recommend them very Highly, people I respect. 603-882-1921. Talk your sister out of doing this yourself. If you want to do a couple appetizers, a couple of your specialty stuff that you want to add in, that's great. But if you can afford a caterer, enjoy the day with your family. Do not waste your time stressing out. It's not worth it, in my opinion. And that is my answer to the Dear Dave question of the day. Today's Dear Dave question of the day came from Jennifer Y. in Brookline, New Hampshire, and she's going to win the $10 gift certificate to the Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse in Manchester. So congratulations, and remember, if you've got a Dear Dave, send it to Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Subject line, put in Dear Dave. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back after we pay a couple of bills. So stick around. We've got more food, fun, and adventure right after this. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. It comes from Crete. The Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is very well priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. It's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it. 
and that's why I sell it. Because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. Hey, we're back. In Lincoln County, Maine, there is a small town called Waldenboro with a population of about 5,000. It's a popular destination with miles of scenic river frontage, a thriving arts community, and it has a historical interest in its past as a German settlement. And it also has been the home for almost 100 years to Moody's Diner. Founded by Bertha and Percy Moody in 1927, Moody's is not only still open and thriving today, but direct ancestors, five generations strong, are keeping Moody's what it has always been, a must stop when traveling the Maine seacoast. With us today is Dan Beck, one of the owners and operators and a direct descendant of the Moody's. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks for being with us. We're talking about diners and donuts this week. And when it comes to your place, let's talk about pies because everyone and anyone who goes to Moody's can't stop talking about your pies. How many types do you have? What are they? And are they recipes that are set in stone or are they constantly evolving? Well, we, we probably have about 13, 14 different varieties. Part of the reason why Moody's has been here almost 100 years is because we don't change a lot. So uh, the majority of those pies are staples that have stayed the same. Our four-berry pie is one of our most popular. That's strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, and raspberry. Then we have a strawberry rhubarb pie, blueberry, apple, we have a mile-high lemon meringue pie, which probably has about a dozen egg whites in the meringue. It's quite a pie to behold when it's made, and it's even more of a challenge to cut, but that's another popular one. Walnut pie, custard pie, and then our cream pies, banana cream, chocolate cream, coconut cream, peanut butter cream. At times, we do an apple cherry. When it's in season, we're doing our homemade pumpkin pie. Then we also have a frozen peanut butter hot fudge pie, which actually was a recipe of my mom's. We've got all kinds, something for everybody. Our four berry and blueberry we do as a frozen pie. So we make them right here. People take them home and we say, just thaw and bake. It's that easy. So I always tell people, especially a guy when he comes in and he wants a pie, I say, you can take our frozen pie. And you just tell people that, that you baked it. And you don't have to say you didn't make it. Just say you baked it. And that's and true. good. And that is absolutely true. I'm not telling them to lie. I'm just telling them you bake it. And if they push the envelope, then you got to be truthful. But otherwise, you can let them think what they want to think. But these are recipes that have indeed come down from my grandmother, Bertha Moody. And she was the mother of nine. So she took care of an ever-growing family. She managed the cabins in the motel that she and my grandfather started. Plus, she was the pastry cook at the diner. So the recipes, most of these all originated from her and her kitchen. Her donuts, boy, we're still selling tons of donuts. That's her recipe. Uh, we have a chocolate, plain, and the cinnamon, all made with pure lard. The pie crust comes from Bertha's kitchen. So I, know, I think I hit all your questions. But yeah, we are known for the pies. And during a busy summer day, we'll make, oh, probably 50, 60 pies a day. Yeah, and honestly, I think you have to stop because my mouth is watering so badly I need a towel okay. right now. I mean... 
Oh my God, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And uh, I'm sure Bertha is in heaven looking down, quite happy knowing that she has just had this kind of effect on a person because it just oh, yeah. sounds good. Hey, little <laughs> side note here. My great-grandfather, my Bopshi's father, was Calvin Coolidge's personal tailor. And he would go to the White House to either bring the president new suits or more often mend his old suits. Now, looking over your menu, I couldn't help but think some of these dishes were handed down from your grandmother and your grandfather. Are you ever in awe of your family's staying power in a, what is a very difficult industry? And how many of the items on your menu are, for the most part, just untouched wonders from a time when Calvin Coolidge was president? Yeah, I am in awe of the staying power. It is unusual in any family business to pass to the second generation, never mind the third. And believe me, I'm in my mid-50s and I'm anxiously looking for the fourth who I can hand the baton to someday. But, you know, we, you know, we've just been blessed by God and I'm just so grateful for that blessing. You know, my grandparents instilled a, a tremendous work ethic in their family and that's been passed down to future generations. But it's not just, you know, we employ about 70 people. Uh, maybe 20 of those are Moody related. But, you know, I'll tell you what, we have got employees here that have been here close, some of them close to 50 years. So it's when a big family. It's a big family. Power here, yeah, it's a big family. It is a big family. So they may not be Moody by blood, but they're Moody's. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a wonderful team, people that are committed to the success of Moody's. And that's another part, you know, that contributes to our staying power. Things that are unchanged, you know, I've been back here 20 years. But I can probably promise you that the macaroni and cheese on Monday night, lasagna on Tuesday night, turkey pot pie on Wednesday night, New England boiled dinner on Thursday night, baked haddock on Friday night, baked beans, brown bread, and hot dog on Saturday night, and roast turkey on Sunday, that's been the same probably for my lifetime. <laughs> you know, they just don't change. And when we try to change it, you know, we get a lot of flack, so... Yeah, staying power, you know, just the blessing of God and just people just committed to seeing Moody succeed. And we're approaching year 94 Unbelievable. Uh, because of that. Unbelievable. It's Moody's Diner in Waldeboro, Maine. If you're in that area, you should stop in. We're up against it. We're going to have to let you go. But before we do, can you let everybody know your address, your web address, your telephone numbers and your hours? Yes, our web address is moodysdiner.com. Physical address is 1885 Atlantic Highway, Waldeboro, Maine, 04572. Phone number 207-832-7785. And you can order online. You can make reservations at the motel and cabins, which is how this business began back in 1927. And those are still running to this day. And you can order whoopies to be shipped, donuts to be shipped. So we'd love to have you. If you can come in, try our morning routine, the breakfast. Or you can try a corned beef Reuben with Morse's sauerkraut at lunch and our famous hot turkey sandwich for dinner. We'd love to have you. Sounds fantastic. Thanks so much for being with us. Dan, we'll talk to you again. I promise I will stop in, so we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan Beck with Moody's Diner in Waldenboro, Maine. We're going to take a very short break. We will be right back after this. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. 
We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. Parents, if you're looking for a really good, fun time with your kids, something wholesome, something interesting for not just your kids, but for you too, it's the Conway Scenic Railroad. They've got great trips. Uh, you can go anywhere from four and a half to five hours to 45 minutes, but you got to get there and get on that website now because these tickets sell out fast and they've got great food on these trains. I have been there. I had a chance to get into their kitchen cars. It's amazing what they're able to produce. Great food, great fun, just a great day in North Conway. So go to the North Conway Scenic Railroad's webpage. Just go to cookingsomethinggood.com. You can click right through from there on the little train. It'll take you to their website. The North Conway Scenic Railroad. Recommended by us here at Cooking Something Good. It's that time of day. Every day we talk about the recipe of the week. Listen up, gastromaniacs. If you want to win the recipe of the week contest, all you need to do is send your favorite, your best recipe, and a headshot to Dave at CookingSomethingGood.com. And if we choose your recipe, you will win a $100 gift certificate. You get your picture on the webpage all week long, and your recipe will be up there all week long. This week's winner is Angelina C. from Goffstown. Angelina chose not to have her picture on the website, and that's fine too. Her recipe is bolognese, a sausage bolognese. I made it. It was simple. It was spectacular. It's very easy to make. It's very good. If you're in a hurry and you want something delicious, uh, this is what you make. You can choose your pasta. I use rigatoni. She used linguine. You can use anything you want. Get your pasta water boiling. In a pan, you're going to take, uh, here's your ingredients. First of all, you're going to have a a medium-sized onion, two medium-sized carrots, a clove of crushed garlic, not chopped, crushed garlic, tomato paste, red wine, and then half cherry tomatoes. You can also use a medium-sized can of diced tomatoes, or you can just use a can of tomatoes. I liked the cut-up cherry tomatoes, and that's the way Angelina sent it in. And here's how you make it. You grate your onion you grate your carrots, you put those into a pan with extra virgin olive oil, and you cook that off. You're not browning this, you're just cooking it off. Uh, throw your whole garlic clove in there. You're not peeling that garlic clove, you just have it in the hot oil. You take your tomato paste, and it's a tablespoon, maybe a tablespoon and a half. I used a tablespoon and a half because I like that taste. Cook it off. You want to get that bitter taste out of it. So cook it off for about 30 seconds. Mix it in. Roll it in with everything else. At this point, you're going to add your sausage. So you want to take your sausage links, your hot Italian sausage links, cut the casings off and crumble the meat into a well that you've created in the middle of all your other vegetables that you and herbs that you have in your pan. Cook that until it is nice and brown. Really get a good color on that. Nice and brown. Add uh, your red wine. Uh, any dry red wine is fine. I happen to like using a um, Merlot in this, but you can use anything that you want. 
Cook it down till it's almost a paste. Don't be afraid to cook that off and to reduce that down. At this point, you're going to add your diced tomatoes or your cherry tomatoes. Mix that up. Let it cook for about a minute or two. Let it reduce just a little bit. Season with salt and pepper, and there you have it. It is simple. It is fast. It is spectacular. It is easy to make bolognese from Angelina C. in Goffstown. This week's winner of the recipe of the week here at Cooking Something Good. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more fun. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All week long, it's been about diners and donuts. And in Quebec City, a little side story here. In Quebec City, I am known as Le Roi de Foie Gras, which translates to the king of foie gras. And for many generations before bedtime, the locals have told their children stories about the balding American who one magical night, many moons ago, ate seared foie gras for every course of a fine meal and topped it off with foie gras poutine before he settled into sleep, only to wake in the middle of the night and enjoy a midnight snack of Yes, you guessed it, foie gras. But wait, downriver in Montreal, there is a new king. He is the Donut King, and his name is Rémy Couture, owner of Crémé in Montreal, and he has created a new challenge for this American superhero gastromaniac with, among other things, a gigantic donuts. He's been all over TV, appearing on Casa Loggerheads, Food Shot, Beignet, Sugar Showdown, Signet, it goes on and on. It's a pleasure to welcome Remy Coutier. Remy, bienvenue. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, it's a pleasure to, uh, to talk to you, David. I know cannabis is legal in the province of Quebec, but isn't there a limit on how much marijuana you can purchase? I mean, come on, some of your creations are so big or just so amazing. And it's fair that some people, you know, they think you're crazy, but I think you're brilliant. How do you come up <laughs> with some of these ideas for your creations? But I don't think it's a, it, it, you, you have a, a, a relation in between the quantity of what you smoke and what you eat. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm finding uh, all my ideal uh, with what I'm eating all around, uh, with the season, with the fruit we have. Now it's the rhubarb and strawberry. The raspberry is coming out. Uh, we're going to do uh, for July a superb uh, mojito raspberry uh, bang. Actually, it's going to be filled with uh, raspberry uh, cream. And on top, we're going to do a rum glaze with some drizzle of mint and uh, zest of lime on top. Uh, it's, it's always on what we're eating, what, what I'm drinking, uh, not smoking, but sometimes. Sometime, but uh, when I'm smoking, I'm, I'm more going uh, dark side, like uh, foie gras donut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, uh, two things. First of all, for our listeners, he said "dubang." "Dubang" is a French, it's Quebecois for donut, correct? Yeah, yeah "bang." It's like "Bang" is actually the translation uh, with donuts. But uh, French people, uh, uh, French uh, uh, who's coming uh, for the France, uh, a bang for them, it's like uh, you hitting in the face. Yeah, uh, they call it "bang." Yeah, but uh, in Quebec, we're calling a bang. And when, when we, uh, uh, we sell some uh, bang to French people uh, in Quebec, they think, uh, what, a bang? A bang, yeah, no, a bang. And they, they always laugh about it. 
Well, if you hit me in the face with one of your donuts, I'd be happy as could. I actually, uh, <laughs> I would not complain. It's quite true. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's and it's similar to the beignet, right? The beignet is a beignet. It's more like a small thing. It's like in French when you say e and t at the ends, like right. fillet, like a small girl. Uh, it's I, I take off the the e because I think it's so big. My donuts are so big that. Uh, we cannot put a diminutive on it. Like uh, it's big. It's half a pound of donuts. Uh, you can't say like it's a small. It's a beignet. It's like delicate. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a two-hand special. Your creations have captured the attention of the media all over the world, really. And you not only have your own really popular YouTube channel, you've been on several cooking competition shows in North America. What's it like preparing for these competitions? Do you have any time to plan, or or is it? Here's your ingredients. Hurry up and make something great. Actually, uh, it's it's a kind of surprise when you are on the set. But uh, actually, they give you like, okay, guys, this is like five possibility you can get. Get a bit ready for each of them, and you're going to know on the set. So and it's a live tape. Uh, you have like two hours, or sometimes you have like 30 minutes. Uh, down to to do uh, your donuts or your cake because uh, I I was invited first uh, for donut showdown, the uh, the known um, the known everybody knows donut showdown right in, yes. in states yeah 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 I think yeah and uh, after I won I won several of them and after uh, they invite me like for the big thing uh, they invite like nine best of the three season of donut showdown and they decide to make like the the sugar showdown. And uh, it was a different uh, competition. It was like uh, donuts, cake, tart, and not and cupcake and cupcake for the fourth one. And uh, I won all of them. And after that, they proclaimed me a king of donuts here in Montreal. <laughs> king of donuts. And a lot of people don't know donuts are actually very good for you. They're actually healthy, and I'll tell you why. Because in North America, okay. <laughs> it's true. It's true. C'est vrai, vrai, vrai. In in North America, the number one cause of death is heart disease, and the number one cause of heart disease is high blood pressure, and the number one cause of high blood pressure is stress. So if you eat a donut and relax, you'll live forever. <laughs> okay, yeah, I and, it's, do and it's true because I'm not dead, so it must be true. So, uh, it's, it's it's a bit true, yeah, for, for sure, for sure, but. You, you need to be uh, responsible with what you eat. But uh, the thing is, it's really funny. Uh, the, the the door next to me was uh, it was a cannabis shop. But after that, it was more funny of that because it was like a clinic for young uh, obese uh, children. Oh. And the doctor uh, was saying, don't eat good stuff and it's going to help you. But with with responsibility and it's true i mean everything in moderation right yeah you can't beat it hey soon we all hope the border will be opening and americans will be clamoring to get back to montreal i know i can't wait to get back to quebec city and montreal and to eat among other things great pastry please tell our cooking something good listeners your address your web address and your hours of operation so when the borders open up we can get there we want to get there we want to eat your donuts we want to meet you so can you give us that information yeah for sure as soon as possible you come on the plateau mont royal uh in montreal it's uh, the 2202 mont royal street we're open uh, tuesday to sunday uh, till uh, eight to six 
and you're gonna have several stuff. You, you you can get your donuts, but we have cakes, bread, croissant, coffee, iced coffee, and uh, soon in uh, some week we're gonna have uh, our uh, uh, soft soft ice cream uh, on the terrace. All the streets uh, we have uh, four kilometers of uh, streets locked down just for people walking by. Uh, it's a super ambiance. Hey, Remy Couture from Cremay in Montreal. Thanks for being with us today. And listen, the day the border opens, I've got it planned out already. I'll be eating lunch at my friend Jan Chabanet's restaurant, the Pizzeria Geppetto in Bobien, in Rue Bobien. And then I'll be heading your way for a extended dessert excursion. And I will eat until I cannot move. And for all you listeners who are looking forward to the chance to travel and eat great pastry, you got to hit Cremay in Montreal. It's truly a you-shouldn't-miss-this opportunity. Remy, thanks so much for being with us. It was fun. Thank you, David. I'll see you soon. Hey, we're going to be taking a quick break. When we come back, we've got some great prize giveaways. Stick with us here on Cooking Something Good. Hey, gastromaniacs. I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill solve until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors, too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right. It's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy-to-use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Oh, it's my favorite time of the day. Hey, I'm kidding. Every minute of the day is my favorite time of the day, but it is time for the foodie know-it-all question of the day. The phone number is 732-336-1040. Be the first person to call, leave your answer to this question. You're going to get a $10 gift certificate to a great local establishment. Today's question of the day is potatoes were first cultivated in what country and by what people? Easy as that. Potatoes were first cultivated in what country by what people? It's today's foodie know-it-all question of the day. Be the first to call 732-336-1040. You can be a winner. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some more food fun. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, cookingsomethinggood.com. 
cookingsomethinggood.com. And right now at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs and get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. Cookingsomethinggood.com. Another show has come and gone. Another week has come and gone. And Cooking Something Good is going to be off the air for two days. We will be back on Monday. Next week, it's all lakeside and seasonal. We're going to hit the New Hampshire lakes. We're going to get some great restaurants that are only open during the good weather. And they're on the water. Lakeside and seasonal. Next week, here on Cooking Something Good. Have a great weekend. Have yourself some fun. Eat great food, all you gastromaniacs. Forks up. We'll see you next Monday.